Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Great to be with you on the Tuesday version of the big show. It is great to be with you. I'm having headphone issues. Can't yeah. hear myself good today. You were really more of an engineer before we got started here. Yeah, I, I'm like, very impressed with your engineering. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. We're, we're dropping I'm, in there now. I'm I'm expecting everything just to work flawlessly. Today. You think that, but mm, probably not. No? Nope. Nope. Be flawless? Nope. We're like a Dallas Cowboy uh, cut down deadline trade kind of thing. It's all flawless. flawless. And then no, it's. There's another team out there that's acquired two first round draft picks in the last. Three or four days? No. Only the Cowboys pull that off, no, my friend. No, it's just the Cowboys. Two Cowboys. It's like having extra dra- draft picks every year. The Cowboys are just genius. We are? Oh. They are? Oh. Jerry is? We are. We, we are. are. I'm part of that operation. Oh, that's us. We are I'm telling you, you go out there. Jerry, if this whole owning a football team doesn't yeah. work out for him. Yeah. Garbage collector. <laughs> really? <laughs> a chance at that? I think he's been so, doing it most of his career. Put something on the curb, pick it up before anybody else gets it. Or even pay them something. But fortunately, Jerry was able to move some of his own garbage today. His genius second-round draft pick, where he showed once again, smarter than everyone else in his draft room and around the NFL, who passed on... A guy who had problems, but at least didn't leave town indicted. <laughs> Talking about Kelvin Joseph. Yes. 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 Only to ride along on shootings. <laughs> well, it's important to ride along. You don't want to be the guy. It's okay to be the ride along guy. Yeah. The yeah. and one, if you will. Somebody gets shot and I was in the car. Hey, that wasn't me. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've learned that years ago. That's, that's it always, wasn't that wasn't me. me. No. I think there's a, sh- a song like that, isn't yeah. there? Uh, he what did tell off on the other guys because uh, Kelvin Joseph doesn't cover for anyone. <laughs> or cover anyone. Either one. I'm just saying. <laughs> so he's but, going. What year did they draft him? 21? Is it 21? For Jerry. What? Uh, yes. Like that was about right. 21. So fourth pick in the draft. Everybody else said that guy is problematic. Well, but, you know, between... Jerry jumped out there and is, got him. Is, is, is Kelvin Joseph the first one in the top 45 to have not made it to year three of his career with the same team? I mean, to me, that would be a, an interesting question. I haven't looked at that yet since the Kelvin Joseph thing just went down this afternoon. I, I hadn't really looked to see where, indeed, the other 43 or 44 oh. players went. So that's how you measure this. Well, I think rather I think than... It should be... Well, Wait, who went at 46? <laughs> Rather than – you know, you miss on guys. You think A is really good and B turns out to be better. You're casting aspersions no. not knowing. Jerry thinks he's smarter. Well, I, and, when other people he is, obviously. No. He's obviously I mean, like smarter. This weekend, nobody else is going to get more than a six-round draft pick. Jerry's smarter. He I, jumped up with a four. I still think there's, and, and I'm I'm coming to the school of of Michael Irvin, that there's two years to let Trey Lance learn on the job, and then two more years after that to potentially become the starter of the Cowboys. Oh, I don't doubt that Jerry has in his mind he's going to use Trey Lance's leverage on Dak next time Dak comes up because Dak took him to the woodshed 
on contract. Yeah, years ago. and like I said yesterday, the Cowboys owe fifty nine million dollars to Dak next yes. year. Twenty twenty four numbers yes. a big number. Yes, Jerry, Micah Parsons is owed money. Yes, and uh, Jerry yeah. looks stupid on Dak. How does he look stupid? No, he he had no choice. He had no the going rate, or you're going to lose what we arguably would say was a top 15 NFL quarterback. You but, didn't have any playoff success, but what was there to replace him with? It's you're the stuck. whole negotiation process. It's like the way he voted on Zach Martin this year. There's nothing there for him, and he folded. That's that's what he did with Dak. But I'm going to play hardball with Dak, then he folded. That's what Jerry does. But you want he to. Game. You're trying to convince others that aren't your boys yeah. that I'll go tough on you. Yeah, Like, I'm going to say I'm going to go tough on Zach Martin, but he's yeah. really my boy. I'm not <laughs> going to go tough. Dak, he's really my boy. I'm not going to really go tough yeah. on Dak, but I'm going to talk like I am so the others are like, yeah, he's going to go tough on Zach and Dak. Yeah. Well, what's he going to do to, you know. Joe somebody Schmo. Else? Yeah, Joe Schmo. What's he going to yeah. do with Joe Schmo? Here's the deal. I understand salary caps, something everybody's got to work around. Yes, it is. But, uh, you know, they're in no man's land with Dak right now. I like Dak. Good quarterback. Fine quarterback. Um, I think he's about ranked right. What was it? The players poll had him at number 10 this year. That's about right. Are they much better than they would be without him? Of course they are. There's nobody else on that roster, even with Trey Lance. Five and one with Cooper Rush, weren't they? Oh, my gosh. Just saying. Okay. Start Cooper Rush over 16 or 17. Excuse me. See what that does for you. Okay. If you think that's going to get you to the promised land. Well, Dak's not got me to the promised land. No, but at least he gives you a chance. But does he? Yeah, better than Cooper Rush. If you're in the Cooper camp i can't try to convince you otherwise no i'm not in the cooper rush camp but i'm not in the dak camp that the problem with being and i'm not a fan but so casually watching this is there is no good camp i've always said the problem is jerry won't use a first round draft pick on a quarterback no he always wants them on the cheap yeah he always wants everything on the cheap no he wants court he wants receivers to pay except for when he gets Mm. he'll pay he paid cd He's going to pay some of these guys. Yeah. He's not going to pay quarterbacks. CD. I, and, I, and I think. Cheap Cooper. Well, you're right. Right. He wasn't yeah. going to pay a market. Cooper the market value. No, he did not. So he put his faith in Cheap Cooper under, I mean, Cheap CD under a rookie contract. Right. He went on the cheap. Right. Yeah. But he'll pay eventually. I think he's he paid Zeke. He overpaid for Zeke. Yeah. He's over. He's overpaying for Zach Martin this year. He should have let it go another year no, and then give him no. what he – Yeah, he already had a deal. Got he already had a deal. What the market dictated. He signed a deal. We are not going to argue about this. From He signed a deal already. You live up to that deal. Change. No, you don't live up to a deal if the you, market changes. You do, and you give him an oh adjusted gosh. rate the next the next contract. Oh, my gosh. You signed it. You're about to – I'm not even going to talk to you about it. I'm not even going to. Markets change, and when the when the contract's up for renewal, you change and you adjust and you give him more. You give him what the market bears now. Two you were the number one guard at the time. Yeah. The market changed as soon as you. It's like buying a car. The car was worth forty thousand dollars, and when you drove it off the lot, it was worth thirty eight. 
And next yeah. week it's worth 35. But I'm not going to go and give somebody 42 for it because, you know, the market changed on the car. It depreciated. The contract depreciated for The contract did. And because of some jury decision making, he was more valuable than ever. And Zach and his agent recognized that. And they took advantage of Jerry because he's just an old man. He's just an old man who thinks he's young and makes old man decisions. I just can't anymore. He they, they took advantage of an old man because he saw he could. And what did Jerry say when he did it? Oh, you're not going to do that. No, I get all yeah, that. I, I get all of that. I just think that it was a ridiculous show. But you got to make the show. I'm intrigued by a couple things I heard this week, though, already. One of those things being that the uh, the, the sense that, that Dallas, if Jalen Hurts would have been there, would have drafted Jalen Hurts with a second-round pick, was it, three years ago? Yeah. You say that? Who says that? Who says to your guy, Dak, boy, if we'd only had a chance at Jalen in the second round, we were going to snag him. But that's Jerry. That's stupid. But here's no, that was yeah. a smart move if he was available. Say that after the fact. But, you hey, don't say that after the fact. This weekend, when they asked him, did Dak know you were draft or signing uh, Trey Lance? No, I didn't say anything to him about it. Well, no, and he doesn't need to. I don't think he needs to. No more than I thought Aaron Rodgers was needed to be consulted on by the Packers about they're going to draft Jordan Love. He's a quarterback. He's not the GM. Yeah, yeah, and he won an MVP. Yeah. And he won another MVP. Yeah. And then he left. And now the kid's ready to go and be the guy if he's got it. I don't think Jerry owed Dak any explanation about who he was going to trade for or whatever. My point is, three years after the fact, you don't go and say, yeah, we were looking real hard at that Philadelphia quarterback, and if they hadn't gotten it, Yes. Let me say just that. say this about Jerry. Jerry's out in front of the curve when he saw the future of the NFL was more athletic quarterbacks. Problem with Jerry is he's not a football guy, and I know he played back in the leather helmet day. But, uh, he wasn't wearing a leather helmet. Right, he didn't wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, Jerry was out in front of the curve on this, but he drafts a guy simply based on the fact that he was on the cheap, and so he goes out and gets Quincy, thinking, once again, when Quincy go third round? I think so, third or fourth. (laughs) I think third. But he's looking at Quincy, and he goes, oh, that dude's African-American. He must be athletic. Quincy was the least athletic quarterback ever and the fact that he wouldn't cross the line of scrimmage on a bet. That's why he fit in better in the arena league where you don't run. You just drop and throw. Right. <laughs> but that's how funny Jerry is. Even when he has a good notion, he screws it up. Well, yeah. yeah. He doesn't really know what he's doing. Really? But no, and, 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 well, <laughs> and, and, stop and the kicker is he doesn't have the wherewithal to put somebody around him who does know what he's doing. That, that's the problem. When Jimmy was there, he knew what he was doing. He's done it Bill twice. was there. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he's done it twice. The other guys didn't know what they were doing. The problem was they got credit. He wasn't. They yeah. can't stay. So who's he going to hire to be coach now? God says yes. 
And, and, and I said there were two interesting reads this week. That was one about the potential of going after Jalen Hurts. The other one was a, a fairly – and I don't know how much we're going to get of this this week or rather this year, but a sense that the, the clock is ticking on Mike McCarthy and maybe on Dak Prescott. That if And we've said this over and over again, but we're getting to the place right now where if you're not in the NFC Championship game this year, is this all – are we moving on from both of these guys? Dak's 31 at the end of this year. Mike McCarthy's not proven that he could win a Super Bowl anywhere with the exception of one really lucky playoff run they got in Green Bay in, in 2010. And, and this may be the place where Jerry finally says, okay, next up, who's the next hot commodity that I can move in here to be the coach? This may be all for, for Mike. Be a hot commodity, Give me the names of the hot commodities that oh. Jerry's hired as a coach. Oh, none. Why? Why? They won't come here. <laughs> they won't go to Dallas. Sean, there's, there's, there's a situation in Los Angeles. Would he leave them tomorrow to come to Dallas? I think he might. No, I think I don't see I think he happen. might. Sean McVay is a really interesting name. I don't name see Sean McVay coming to Dallas. You put a bell around this guy's neck. He's snorkeling me like a... Like a ninja. Yeah. No no coach that has the power to say, I buy the groceries, is coming to Dallas till Jerry dies. I think Sean, you, you got me on the Sean McVay thinking train now. Yeah. That's so, team that's it's cra- so bad. Yes. There's no way out of that anytime soon. No, they can't. No. Yeah, they're they haven't bottomed yet. Yeah. They're, they're they're thankful Arizona's out there because that's as bad as bad as it can get. No, that's a great idea. Two, three years. That's the guy. Yeah, Sean's not leaving. Not for Dallas. I think. I see. I disagree. Nope. I think he would. I think there's hope in Dallas. <laughs> there would be no hope in Los Angeles. Nope. Why not? He's got more hope. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. No, he does not. No, he doesn't. He does not. He's in a division that's better than the uh, than the East right now. He's better getting out of L.A. Again, with the exception of the Cardinals, who are just dog meat and are playing to get Caleb Williams, why would you not want to get out of Los Angeles? Because his star is falling if this thing goes well, to he's in not, 14. He's in a soup, and it's not Campbell's soup no, anymore. No, 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 no. He won't take the Dallas job. I that's would. How bad it I is would take Dallas. the Dallas job. Who takes the Dallas job? Go back to the Dallas job. Go back to the history. Who takes the Dallas job? I don't know that he offers it to the right people. He falls in love with stupid people, and then they tell him no. <laughs> no one's going to take the Dallas job. Only some retreat another fat payday. Wouldn't you take the Dallas job? If you were a head coach in Los Angeles, would you not look at this and go, this is a better situation? No, Vale will get five better offers. Why, Why would you take Dallas? Somewhere where you can actually make decisions. You're breaking my heart. Have a say in it. You're breaking my heart. We're taking 28. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. 16 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 107.9.
almost 20 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the uh, Fan 107.9. You mentioned the, uh, the the Cowboys picked up another first round or former first round guy. We never even mentioned his name. I don't even know if I can say it. I, was excited. I didn't mention it because I can't pronounce it. Noah Igbenogen? Sure. Noah. Benogeny? I don't know. Benogeny, I guess. I don't know. He has a total of what I see here: one start in three yes. years. Yes, he's a he's a stellar performer down there. Defensive back guy. Yeah. So we basically we swap defensive backs. Yes, we got their number one. Their number two. one for a number two. You can't. Yeah. You can't question that type of return. Now their guy's a year older. He's a twenty twenty yeah. number one. He costs them twice as much, I think. Probably. No, I re- literally. I oh, yeah. That's what it was. Because he was a first-round pick on his last year, and Joseph was a uh, second-round pick on his third year. Yeah. And so he's cost him literally twice as much, I think. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, the We'll just call him Iggy. Yeah. Iggy's making $2.1 million this year. Joseph's making one point three and yeah. a half. So basically, Miami can cut their mistake. Yes. And save a million dollars. Yeah. He's just eight two million dollars. <laughs> for, for a guy that was uh, inactive fourteen games over the past two seasons, and Joseph was a pretty good special teams player, which is well, he's not going to be. And they didn't. They made the moves they made in the off season because they recognized he wasn't a great cover guy, but he was a good special teams player. So you're replacing a special teams guy now with a higher contract for a guy that is inactive most of the time. That is pretty smart. I'll be honest with you. That's that five-dimensional chess I keep hearing about. I, I never really understood it. Now I see it better. I see it a lot better. Actually, they're going to cut Joseph. Well, yes. Yeah, they're going to watch him a couple weeks and go, let's do games play. <laughs> our special teams are full already. You're out. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of, of guys getting cut, Brett Maher is supposed to be getting cut today. I don't know if he already did. But Denver has uh, given a chance. Uh, yeah. They traded for a kicker today. Traded for Will Lutz, I believe it was, yeah. the former Saints kicker. Titans old guy. Yep. And Maher, who I think went was a two for four, I think is what I saw. About what he does. Yeah. He makes a few. He misses a He's couple. Got a big leg. Got a big leg. Missed a 52. Actually, had a 52-yarder block this weekend. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Jerry doesn't see I can get him back on the cheap. Why not bring him back in? Oh, he may be I, back. I, I thought he had a good year, with the exception of the playoff game, and I, I wouldn't have cut him. Other than getting Other, the, yeah, he sucked. He had one terrible game, no question. He had, the on extra points. he had a terrible game, and it may have cost him advancing. Yeah. I'm not doubting that, but he had a really not bad year. He had a pretty good year. I need to bring the Redwater coach in as special teams coach. <laughs> Let's go for two. Really? Yeah. That's how we're going to approach that, huh? Bring back. <laughs> he can kick field goals. I, he's got a good big leg. You're right. He can kick long field goals. Jerry always in, in, in Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Hey. But Maher's out there free and available again. So we'll see. There's a couple of teams still out there looking around and a bunch of veteran free agent kickers on the market. Mason Crosby still unsigned. The former Green Bay Packers sitting there as well. So Nick Folks got re-signed today by somebody. Some teams has every other year is a good year. I know. What is he, about 70 now? How old is he? Oh, no, no. He's probably 35, 36. But Uh every other year he's a pretty good kicker. Which year was last year? (laughs) (laughs) 
here. I got to check on that. Yeah. Yeah, if I was in the market for a kicker, I'd look. Is this an even or odd? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this the San Francisco Giants, yes or no? Just, even or odd? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh, well. Anyway, that's your NFL thing at the moment. Hey, well, you mentioned the Cardinals while we go. God. <laughs> even for a Bidwell franchise, this one is just funny. You... <clears throat> Let me start. Last spring, you fired a guy or end of the season last year in Kingsbury. Yes. Who was a really good marriage with your franchise quarterback. Yes. Now, your franchise quarterback got hurt. He's going to be late to start the season. We yes. don't know. They did put him on the pup today, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he's going to miss four weeks. Okay. He's a dynamic player. I, I really think... You he, like Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray can play. And, you know, I, I don't have much love for Aggies or Sinners either one, and he's both. <laughs> I got twice the reasons to dislike this guy. Isn't he an Allen Eagle, too? You like it that? Is. You okay with Allen? <laughs> Not really. All right, just saying. Anyway, this guy, I think, is a dynamic player. I thought he was a great marriage with, uh, with Kingsbury. Now, did you see... That they're running everybody off so they can get who? Well, they want Caleb Williams. Why? What do you mean, why? What do they want Caleb Williams? He'll be, you would expect a better quarterback. You'll get him on the cheap without having to pay the big contract that you already screwed up and gave Murray, Murray early. Yeah. I don't know why else you want him. That's a pretty good reason. Did Williams look good this week? Yeah, he threw four touchdowns. Yeah. Of course, it was against some. Well, who were they playing? Some scrub. Yeah. Who's his offensive coach now? Um. Yeah. Who is his OC? Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we want the guy that looked fantastic under the system. Yeah. We just fired. <laughs> uh, well, I would rather have Caleb Williams and Kyler Murray. I like Caleb Williams. As much as I can like a former center. <laughs> In other words, there's love there. <laughs> but it's just funny to me. You're, you're tanking to get a guy who's probably going to win the second Heisman under a guy you just fired. Yeah, but he won it last year without Kingsbury. Well, He's, he can play. I get it, but it's just... <laughs> there's a lot of irony there. Is that what you're saying? That's it just makes me laugh. All right, so worst run franchises. Is is Arizona number one, or are they tied with, with uh, Indianapolis? For right now, yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the Colts are a pretty close second. The Colts have been good when they've had a good quarterback. And right. they get, you got to have a good quarterback, yeah. and you got to build around them. So, for all of Ursay's drinking and drugging and craziness, <laughs> you know, but he's a, he's a rich inheritor. If he shouldn't, I mean, if a rich inheritor is not going to drink and drug, who is? <laughs> <laughs> We've established nationwide that's kind of a pattern. It's, it's kind of a pattern. It works. And so, at least we can blame his moments of goofiness on the fact that he drinks and drugs drugs. Genetic expectations. <laughs> that's where you go. The Biddles, on the other hand, they, they're they almost what the Clippers used to be, which I always thought the Clippers under uh, Donald Sterling. Sterling, oh, yeah. Were the worst 
franchise in all of sports. And so, to me, they they compete with the Sterling Clippers <laughs> for inhabitants. See, if, if we're going sports-wide, you know, the Cavaliers pre-LeBron were pretty horribly run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were terrible. But, you know, you go back to Bill Fitch in those days, yes. they were competitive. They weren't bad. They had a good run with the Price guys, Doherty. Now, the great Arizona Cardinal years and all were when? With the Warner, yeah, they were there one time. They got, yeah. they got, they had one crack yeah. at it against yeah. Pittsburgh. And I'm not so sure that Warner's not a saint. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kurt Warner. Why wouldn't you? Because Kurt Warner was that yeah, guy, and everything he spoke to. So I think that was some type of religious <laughs> intervention by God. God really? said, "I shall smack the big walls <laughs> and give you." To help you, but even that didn't make any well, sense to them. They screwed that. They up. messed that up too. Yeah, yeah but they were. Uh, I don't know. Officiating crew. You, you, at this stage, you know they're in a pretty good spot. People aren't really paying attention. They own Houston's pick too. Oh, they own some talent. No, I'm saying yeah. they've got potentially yeah. one and two. They weren't that bad a team. No, two years ago they were. Like the, two months ago, yes, they were. This the was talk about this yes. But the quarterback gets hurt, and the management goes into a panic, fires the guy that they empowered, right. and then because someone told them, oh, you can't win with that guy, well, no, not when your star quarterback gets hurt. No. I, but you know what? I think they're kind of like Jerry. They're bitter that Murray worked him over. Yes, he did. Bad. He did. He did. And got his money. Got his money. And they were stupid. Yeah. They paid him early. But uh, t- seriously, the fact they own the one this this is one more notch on the belt about why the you Rams think, you don't think Houston's going to be good this year. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if Houston will be as bad as the Cardinals, but they don't have to be because the Cardinals are going to have number one. Yeah. You just hope uh, the Bears are going to be better. The Bears were the team yes. that were what third pick last year or whatever it was. They're they're going to be better this year. I think I the Giants are going to be okay. And have a winning season. They might. The 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 Giants are going to be okay. They're going to they'll win more than Houston. I'm looking around the league trying to think who. I don't know about Las Vegas. The Giants. The Giants are going to end up second in the division. No, the Cowboys are going to get second in the division, and the Commanders are probably going to be third. The Giants probably be fourth, but not fourth with a three and fourteen record. Fourth with probably a seven and nine record, seven and ten. I expect the Giants to surprise people this year. Mm, Well, that would be a surprise. They go seven and ten. I think. I think Las Vegas may be the other team that's horrible, and Tampa Bay may be right there as well. I mean, to me, that's like your four worst teams: Cardinals, Texans, Raiders, Buccaneers. Those guys probably are the bottom four, and you've got two of the picks if you're the Cardinals. So you got two chances to screw this up. And they will. <laughs> All right. It's about 31 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan, 1079. We'll take a break. We're coming right back.
you. Welcome back. Today is a cut-down day in the NFL. You have to get your rosters down to 53. And uh, Colts did not move Jonathan Taylor. We mentioned Indianapolis a minute ago. They couldn't move him. Nobody's willing to take a running back with a bad ankle at the moment. They put him on the pup list. He can't play for four weeks. And they couldn't move him anyway. Well, when he comes back, he'll be playing for a contract. Yes, he will. And... His days in Indianapolis are par- probably over, but did I mention he'll be playing for a contract? Yes, he will. If he goes out there and stinks it up, there's not going to be a lot of suitors when he hits the market. Well, there weren't any suitors really for him. Anyway. And, you know, the free agent backs, none of them really had no. great suitors. Well, he was, he's not a free agent. No, he's, he's got, not. But he was a guy who could shop yeah. himself, but he, he would cost a team yeah. draft choices. Yes. And next year you can get him, and you don't have to give up a draft choice no, for him. No, that's right. Um, lost... Pat Corrales yesterday. Yes. The old Ranger skipper. First Mexican-American manager in the major leagues, which is kind of an intriguing story. Got a game and then got a couple of years to try his wares of being the head coach of the uh, the manager of the Rangers. Managed to uh, stay in the game for quite a while. Yeah. Now, in his playing days, was he a catcher? I think so. Yeah. I always think about for a while there, there were those old backup catcher types that seemed to be the training ground for managers. Yeah, oh yeah. And Pat was from that group. Yep. And uh, yeah, but he was just kind of an old hard nosed guy that uh, was a lifer and Baseball bounced guy. around. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, didn't have great success, but he was the Rangers manager. <laughs> Well, usually if you say Ranger manager, you don't even have to add the other part about didn't have great success. But he had the late 70s, had a couple of interesting years, got a chance, which a lot of guys don't get a chance. He got a chance to be a manager. I think some guys figure out, and this isn't a condemnation of Pat Corrales by any stretch, but some guys figure out, I'm really a good third base coach. I don't really – I'm not as great a manager as I am a base coach guy. Pat was kind of a good enforcer type. Yeah. He, uh, you know, nobody's going to sneak up and punch Pat (laughs) Krause. You know, he was the old manager that – was it Lenny Randall punched somebody? Yes. Uh, was it Lucchese? I think it was Frank Lucchese, Lucchese yes. Yeah. He wouldn't have done that to Pat. No. <laughs> Probably. If he had, he wouldn't have done it twice. <laughs> he would have walked away with a limp. How about that? Yeah. So a lot of skippers like to have Pat on the staff because he could be the heavy on the staff. And didn't mind doing didn't that. Didn't mind doing it. No, and, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Some guys have a role like that that they can, they can have yeah. that makes them useful but they're not great political guys in front of the camera, the media, the whole team about being the face of the franchise. Some guys are great with that. They love that kind of role. A a La Russa, for instance. A Martin. Billy Martin. Love that kind of role. Some guys, you know, Don Zimmer was a good example of a guy who got a chance to manage to, but really really was a better guy as a number two guy, not a number one guy. At the end of his career, he was a lot more respected as a bench coach yes. than he ever was as a manager. Right, that's right. Yeah, but I, mean, I hate to have the passing of a guy go without yeah. at least making a note, and that happened last night after we got off the air. But Pat Corrales passing away yesterday. If you're an old guy, we're with the Rangers back in the '70s. You knew Pat Corrales. Yeah. 
So I'm watching some videos today, and uh, one of the, uh, the the Braves' big comeback against the Phillies popped into my I don't know Facebook or whatever video stuff that was coming in. I sat and watched the inning in which Philadelphia's entire bullpen imploded <laughs> so it reminded me a lot of the rangers i'm sure corrales <laughs> felt at home <laughs> as he was the first base coach in uh, uh atlanta at the yeah. time when the braves made the run oh i saw a stat that came up yesterday as the rangers got a win last night yeah big win more blown saves than saves this year hmm who was talking about all summer the problem on the back end oh i think that was mentioned that on multiple occasions and they went out and got Chapman, and I'll give them credit for going out. Yes, they tried. But they, I don't think they get Chapman. What do you mean they don't get him? I, too many times I watch Chapman throwing sliders when he can't keep that in the zone, and he gets in trouble when he starts throwing sliders. Now, he's going to give up a dinger occasionally because he – he challenges hitters. He's always challenged hitters. And, you know, people know the movement of his fastball now. But that big freight train comes in there with a sweat on, ready to throw heat. He doesn't come in there ready to throw sliders. Right. And I, I think at times you have to say he may only get three out of four saves, which I know when you're going into a, what had hoped to be a postseason, that scares you to have – a three out of four save closer. That's what they had in 2011. And the numbers came up at the wrong time on them. Right. But I still think he's got more of a mentality. The problem is he and Smith are both left-handers. Yes. And that's – they can't go one and then the other. Nope. And so – They don't have a good matchup for righties. No, no they that's don't. part of the problem. Yep. And most of the league is still right-handed yes. hitting. Yes, it And is. that's a problem, too. Yeah. And I don't know if the if if I blame anybody for for picking up Chapman. You're right. It's adding a a pretty quality veteran arm that's still a lot of life in it. But you didn't identify the fact that back end didn't have a good right hander. You're right. And they've had some guys they've tried out there and they have not worked, and they let the trade deadline go by without. Now, the Angels today did a salary dump. They put some guys on. Free agent wavered yeah. basically about a half dozen of the guys they had acquired in the pre-trade deadline rush to keep Otani happy, yeah, including Giolato, who I was a little bit surprised that that uh, they cut him loose. But he's not a reliever; he's a starter. Yeah. Somewhere in there, though, if the Rangers are going to have this postseason success you're talking about, they got to have a righty in the bullpen. That's yeah. a righty matchup. I don't know if they, you know, now they've got excess starters. Do they look at moving a Dane Dunning back to the pen and maybe get an inning tonight out of him? I don't know what you do, but they're struggling right now. So if you're setting a postseason rotation, you got a seven-game series, you're going to have four starters. Who's your four starters? Well, I don't. I think right now, obviously you wouldn't got Scherzer to be a starter. He's your one. Montgomery, He's your you two. wouldn't got. Evaldi, if he's healthy. He's your three. Yeah. I don't think you have to have a four starter. I think oh. you have to ask guys to man up. Ooh. I think you got to have a four-starter. I think you're going to have some, especially the way the playoffs are, are structured now, you got to have a fourth guy. 
Um, I'm just saying, which guy do you, you – so you think Dunning may be the guy you move out and well, put him in the bullpen? No, he's the only one that can fit the role we're talking about. Now, you know, Perez probably just needs to set a month without picking up a baseball and then see what he can do. Okay. Because he hit a wall, and he's been pretty good the last two years. He just hit a wall. And he's always going to be, you know, a five-inning guy. But he could be your fourth guy, but he's only going to give you five innings. What about Gray? Great. I, I want to like Gray. I know. I do, too. <laughs> yeah, he looks the part. I want to like him better than Perez. Yeah. He looks the part. Last night, he went out there and gave him a decent quality start. He, he, they were down, you know, going into the ninth, but it wasn't his fault. Yeah. He didn't give it up three runs. That's right. So, I don't know. I just don't trust Gray. I don't know why. So, we really don't have a four that we trust. Yeah. And you still don't have a right guy to go from. See, I think so. Think he'd be the I guy think he might be the guy that you could put back there. You know, you're not asking him to close for a season. You're asking him to go out and face three batters in a big game. My, my only yeah, concern I is... His first inning stats. Yeah, I, I don't need his first inning my, stats. My only concern is how fast does yeah. he get a sweat yeah. broken. Yeah. Can you, do you have to throw him from the fifth inning on yeah. to get him ready by the ninth, or yeah, can he go out? I don't know the numbers well enough to speculate on John Gray that's, as a closer. And so here you are if you're the Rangers. This is the situation you're in. You're not really sure about a righty at the back end of the bullpen. You're thinking about putting somebody out there who's not familiar with that spot, who's not really that guy, and you're asking him to close out potentially a series yeah. for you against well, he, right-handed well, bats. That's a good point because now, now that I'm thinking about watching Chapman and those sliders, he usually tries to work against right-handed. Yeah. Well, I get it. I yeah. lived through Josh Hader. Yeah. Trust me, it's the same guy. Yeah. It's basically the same guy. A huge arm who wants to throw sliders in weird spots and you watch him go over the fence. Yeah. Or he can't find the strike zone. I hated Hader for that. I like how's Devin he, Williams. How's Hader doing in San Diego? He's doing great. He's having a good year. And in fact, I was looking at San Diego stats yesterday. They've made a little bit of a move of late. They're not going so there. late and They're, so far behind. Michael Walk is still hanging around with really good numbers. Blake Snell's having a, a, a good contract. Uh, on for year. Michael, he's been every other month. I this know. Summer. He's still eleven and two. Unfortunately, he's got a great statistical yes. year. And he's eleven and two. With the again. lowest whip, I think, on the team. Yeah. Lowest earned run average yeah. on the team. And somebody else signed him in the offseason. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But but haters having a, a and I think they I think San Diego played with making a trade for him, but I think they still believed, well, we may make a run yeah. here. Well now Darvish got hurt this weekend. He's yeah. out for a while and they're they're done. They're not they're not catching anybody. The NL playoff window is kind of weird. It's the Dodgers, it's the Braves. Right now it's the Brewers, and it's a bunch of team scuffling along trying to get a playoff spot philly cubs i don't see that san diego manages to make it there though i don't think they're they've got just too many question marks and they may be a team that at the end of the the season moves a bunch of people yeah, that's a bunch of payroll there's a bunch of payroll. i wonder how they draw well when they're good i'm sure they draw I don't they're know. not good right now i wouldn't go watch them right now but there's a lot of talent i'd pay to see guys on that team not if they're not producing but I'm just saying, they've got two or three guys on that team. I would pay money to watch play baseball. I'm, I'm going to take a break. We'll come back and talk about this for a second because there's another team that this same conversation came up about yesterday or last night as they imploded. We'll come back and talk in a minute. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor. It's about 14 minutes till 6. You're on the fan, 107.9. Uh-huh. 
1079 The Fan, weather forecast for the four states. All righty, welcome back. We got about 11 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079 tomorrow. It's the Wednesday version of Kirk and Company, and ooh, it's a good one. It is a good one because it's been a while since we've had Coach Trey Outlaw in here, and he's coming off a huge win, and uh, he's must have managed, must have cooled off enough this week. He can work him out in the afternoons. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, looking forward to visit with Coach Outlaw. You got to visit him while I was on vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, I myself have not had a chance to visit with him, and since the late spring, so he's uh, got a nice bye week already this week. Bye week, and Get Nate Wall healthied up. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to uh, spending better part of an hour with him tomorrow. Yeah. So anyway, we got that. We were talking before the break about. Oh, and by the way, um, next week one day we will have A uh, and uh, M Texarkana's new women's basketball coach on with us. He and I were texting back and forth today and uh, um, he's got a thing tomorrow and of course we've got uh, picks of righteousness on Thursday Labor Day is Monday so we'll look at maybe Tuesday or Wednesday next week and we'll get Coach Minner in for a uh, first look at what he sees first look yeah I like that first look at what he thinks he's got for a women's basketball team this year third coach three years it's not good but hey stability maybe they'll He'll come in here and stabilize. He's it. got a pretty good record. We'll see what he's got he's to been some places and had success. Yes, so we see, look forward to that. And he's been similar places. It's like he knows what he's coming into, the conference and yeah. the level of play. Yeah, yeah. So, so we got that here. They're having their first meeting, I think, uh, today. They're having a workout meeting kind of thing today. So tomorrow, I mean, excuse oh, me, wait. next week we should. Our old buddy Jordan doing the uh, soccer games now. Well, he was supposed to. Oh, he didn't do it. Saturday? It melted down Saturday. He what? told me. I asked him the same thing. I'm like, all right. So it was Friday. I the game uh, Saturday. Apparently, they had a uh, a lightning strike on the pole out at the soccer oh. field at A and M, and were unable to actually have the electricity they need to be able to do the games. And so they did not get to do the games. The Eagles won both the men's and women's games Saturday. Well, and the women, they, they basically received a forfeit. Whatever. Uh, Central Baptist didn't bring but 12 players right. on a hot afternoon. And right. That didn't work. Is it a win for the Eagles? It's forfeit. It's a win. It's a win. It goes down as a win. They were winning anyway. They were. The men won. Volleyball got a win uh, this past week for them as well. Yeah. Reached out to Coach Holford with Extension that. Extension cord, Jordan. Extension cord. <laughs> really? That's how you're going to be. called me. It's not... They probably it's got not 100 Jordan's presentation. They got the whole thing. They've got to be able to do. They got cameras and boards and all the stuff. Put up a cell phone and plug wow. in an extension cord. Really? You need a strip. You need cameras. <laughs> you got the Facebook. Soccer field's kind of large. It's it is not an easy You're thing to, have to move the camera back. Oh and my God! <laughs> Angel's young. Or I've got an idea. No, do Put the camera on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's all the rage. Just point the camera at yourself and broadcast the game. All the cool kids do that. <laughs> the game's on the other side of the camera, but I'm on this side, and by God, look at me. Why didn't we think of that years ago? 
just narcissistic enough to come up with that obviously just broadcast games with a camera on ourselves. <laughs> said i'd have to shower before we go to games and comb my hairs oh, you don't have to look all that well kept oh yeah oh, apparently not apparently you don't i'm just saying whatever anyway we were talking before the break about another baseball team that uh is uh we speculate about the, the crowds in places like san diego there were some pissed off red Sox fans yesterday what was that well they got chris sale yeah who uh they were taking on the astros yesterday they're up four three well, they've had a little bit of uh a little uh ha ha with the uh, Strohs and Red Sox. Yes. Been, you know, you got a former manager there and all. And so. It's not the Yankees and Astros, but yeah. still, they got a little bit of attitude. Yeah. And uh, 4 3 lead. And Sale ran out of gas, fifth inning, whatever. They bring in some guy, and they let him take a beating. They went from 4-3 lead to 13-4 deficit well, and never went to the pen and got him and let the guy just get crushed. So this is a question we we should have texted our buddy Will Middlebrooks who covers him on a regular basis because this is, was the pen, you know, done in the day before or the last couple of days? Did yes. They not, did they just need this guy to eat some innings? Yes, and, all of that. Well, then they, that's, got, well, this but, no, but, but here was the thing. A, a they got to get with COVID. B, they had three other players or four other players over the previous two days who had gone extended number of pitches. Yeah, this happens a couple so times a year. Their, their pen had about four or five guys that weren't going to be available. But this is a GM thing, and that's really where they were going. This wasn't so much going after uh, Joey Cora, whoever it is that's managing the Red Sox. It was more a matter of, how do you not dip down to AAA knowing what you got going on on Saturday and Sunday and not before you start a new series with Houston? And the Red Sox are one of those teams that are still yeah, they're on in the, the discussion about the wild They're on the card. outer edges of playoff yes, talk. That you give a, a lead away and just let a guy get abused yeah. and you never drop, never drop down and brought up a couple of arms to give you yeah, what's like going to Rangers be a, did two nights ago. <laughs> what's going to give you a couple of days of reprieve. Yeah, but the the Red Sox honestly yeah. needed to go and get this, some arms. This, you know, this bus runs back and forth all the time this time of year between yes, it does. the minors and the bigs and And we're still a week or two away from the 40-man roster where you don't have to worry about well, this, but right I'm now I'm glad you we do. didn't reach out to Will because you know, we don't want to piss the GM off. <laughs> Make him look bad. Why? No. Why? Well, I'm sure he's over a lot of things, like who works broadcast. Uh, see, NESN is, is yeah, where so Will works for. Right, New England Sports Network. You don't yeah. think the GM has a say on things like that? I don't think the GM. Mm. I doubt he does. I'm sure he does. Well, I'm sure John Henry <laughs> probably does more than. Yes, but I'm just saying. The GM is. I'm not going on broadcast and criticize neither one of them. No, and, I, and Will's honest enough to understand you give us some information, yeah. but you don't yeah, leave well, enough there to either way, expose I, you to get I'm fired. I'm glad we didn't reach out yeah. to Will. <laughs> but I, for Red Sox fans, who, as I'm reading some of these threads, they're going through the prices that they need uh. 
to go into the park. You know, that's at fifty bucks for parking yeah. and one hundred and seventy-five bucks a seat for the tickets. It's great they sell out every game. Yeah, it's charming. It's a dump, but it's charming. The only seats thirty-three thousand people. Yeah. But it escalates the price so yep. much because every game's sold out. So unless you've had season tickets forever. You got to go to the secondary market every time to take the kids to a ball game. Right, it's pricey. That secondary market is just pricey, and the fact that they haven't totally imploded—they're not—that makes it even more pricey. And the Strohs are a big draw. Yep, they are a big name team, the defending world champions. And yeah, I get it. I get it. You spend all that money I, and I you watch a guy give up ten. I didn't take my family to a Ranger games. I never took them to Ranger it's games. Too expensive. I always thought it was overpriced. Yeah, it is. Well, the boy and I went to a lot of Maverick games, but we even took a family one time to the Mavericks, Mavericks games. Yeah. But I thought you got more bang for your buck at a Mavericks game. Yeah, well, I agree. But when you're pitiful. We never went to the Cowboy games. Well, that you got to give an organ away for. No, you got to give money to an individual I refuse to give money to. You got to give an organ away, basically. <laughs> but anyway. Your heart. Yeah. <laughs> You've already given it away. Oh, You're not getting heart. it back. I've got a heart. You gotta have it. You're losing it. You gave it you to them so many years heart. ago. Tons and tons of it. Whatever. Did you watch Skip Bayless's new presentation? No, I saw where his former partner's moving to ESPN. Yeah. Well, who's Skip talking to now? Well, Skip had an all-star crew. You should have seen the. And, and the best word I saw for it was the cringy introduction <laughs> that he did of his own show slamming the table and getting himself all televangelist worked up. But he basically had uh, a Michael Irvin and Keyshawn and uh, a Richard Sherman. So everybody had been let go. <laughs> yes. Is this just a trade? Uh, I don't know if it was a trade or not, but people are loving the new show because Skip couldn't hardly talk. None oh. of them would shut up. None of them would shut up long enough oh, for Skip man. to get in a word in edgewise. I don't know. Does he have the uh, female Characters no, in there, no female character. Well, they're out of format. Then. It's no you have to have the female character there. Is yes, the host, quasi moderator. Yes, no, they had none of that, which meant that the uh, the three gentlemen we mentioned ran roughshod over poor uh, poor Bayless. Well, those are all guys that like to talk. Oh, they did. They talked the heck out of it, and skipped. I'm sure Skip will get his time, he, or they won't be on the show. <laughs> Long. That's how that's going to work. All right, we're out of time. Back tomorrow. Don't forget Kirk and Company, 7 tomorrow. Trey Outlaw, coach of the Razorbacks, joining Tony at 7. 